Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back on Views from the Porch. I'm joined, as always, with the one and only Joshua Tim. What's up, team? And the Mrs. Elena Rose Haas. <laughs> hey, guys. And we are talking about fitness. That's right. I'm introducing the subject today because Josh is on the hot seat because he is the fitness guru yeah. around Watermark. Some call it an idol. Yeah. Others call it a discipline. Yeah. And we will let you, you decide choose, people. today. So we are talking about fitness. Is that fair, Josh? Yeah, we are. We're talking about uh, fitness, how to glorify God with your body, how to use your body to glorify God. Is it meant to do that? Yeah. All right. Let's get right down to brass tacks here, buddy. How much is too much on the scale? Yeah. Uh, that's Wow. <laughs> that, that was okay. coming out if hot. I step on. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Heavyweights? Huh? Yes. No. Dude, that's cool. Step on the scale, step off the scale. <laughs> Turn off the camera. Oh, that's only funny to me. I'm sorry. All right, Josh, what does it look like in terms of faith, fitness? Is this really a relevant topic? Why are we covering this? I'm interviewing Josh today yep. because or we are or letting Josh speak into this because this really is a passion point of his. He has led our staff along with another guy in terms of uh, fitness and wellness through a ministry called Well that he and another guy have led for the handful of years that you've been on staff mm-hmm. and helping people have a right worldview as it relates to what it looks like to steward and care for their body in a way that that doesn't worship your body and yet at the same time use your body and fitness to worship God. So anything you'd add to that? Uh, no. Well, I, I think the best way to frame it up is to ask a question from the start, David, which is probably the most... Uh, at least what I think people ask most often is, does God care? Does God care about my health and my fitness? And um, and I, I would say yes, but I want to I don't want to just say yes for my words. So here's First uh, Corinthians six speaks into this, and uh, this is First Corinthians six twenty says this: You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. So in in full context in the passage, uh, he's really speaking about um, using your body for um, sex outside of marriage, which is sexual immorality. But there's a there's a principle here of the fact that God has given us our bodies, that they really are his bodies. He's given us to steward uh, his way. And so, and then on top of that, the other reason I tell you that I believe it's, uh, he cares about your body and your fitness and your health is because uh, the way in which you uh, use your body determines one, how long you get to be here on earth, the way in which you can be is um, uh, continue to be a light in the salt of the earth. And uh, so I think there's a lot of reasons why we can begin to either think too much of our bodies or also don't think the guy cares about them all. And I think he cares about it a lot. So the reason you should care about fitness is because you should care about being healthy. And the reason you should care about being healthy is because you're stewarding the one body that is not even yours. It's God's, but the one set of lungs, the one set of, uh, yourself that you're going to have and your ability to your longevity in this life, your ability to be effective is all going to be inhibited or limited or maximized based on how you steward. So did Jesus work out? Yeah, that's a great question. I I don't, don't think... Don't dodge the question okay, here, buddy. Okay. It's a yes or no. He still didn't answer your weight question. <laughs> yeah. Elena. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll, get, we'll start with this one. Jesus did not go to the YMCA, friends. He didn't have a gym subscription. He didn't go to your local CrossFit box. But what he did do was walk a lot of miles. So the, the thought of working out or the idea of working out today is different uh, in our 
context than what you'd be reading the Bible. And a lot of that just is because now uh, with technology, all those things, we live a more, it is more normal to live a sedentary or a still sit, sit or stand all day long lifestyle than it ever was. And so now us caring for our bodies physically uh, is we, we now have to like, not have to, but there's ways in which now going to the gym has become a regular way of which we get to move our body in a way that will care for us health long-term. So because we're in the West and because lots of people sit, you're not always slinging a hammer yeah. or out moving a lot or... And they used to be farming and always outside working yep. with their hands and doing manual labor, all that stuff. So they didn't really need to work out in the way that we need to. Yeah. So there's been like a shift in culture. Okay. So what are some boundaries, guardrails. Is it a sin to be overweight? Is it a sin, I would think, to be underweight probably as yeah. well? Yeah. What is? What are some like high level principles to the person who's listening who's who hasn't turned this off yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, high level principles here is that there, there's, uh, there's dangers both directions uh, on both uh, um, caring too much about your body. We live in an interesting culture now that almost would say that if you worship your body enough, we'll worship you. I mean, that's why we have um, fitness models, these kinds of things. So there's ways in which you can, it can be a danger, it can be an idol, it can be what you're living for and, and taking the place of God. And then on the flip side of that, there's a way we can just begin to either not take care of or view our body uh, that isn't something to be used to glorify God. And we don't take care of it all and our bodies are unhealthy and are not as effective as they could be. So there's really, there's dangers on both ends. And so um, David, to answer your question, <clears throat> I would say a high level principle goes, you asking this question, the question to yourself, what would being faithful with the body God's given me today look like? How, how do I do that? Does it mean running? Does it mean changing my eating? All of those things are on the table. So is it a sin to be overweight? My answer would be maybe, depending on your context. And then is it a sin to have a six pack? maybe would be my answer there. And so uh, it really does continue to go, okay, God, you give me this body. It's not mine. Use the steward for your glory. How then do I best use it? Yeah. But go a step further. Like why would it be a sin to have a six pack? Yeah, Josh. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling a little judged over <laughs> here right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, <I> good grief. <laughs> I was born this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normal, right? Don't um, judge me. Here's, for the here's, record, none of that is accurate, yeah. at least. Okay. To go myself. one step further there, to, <laughs> to do the work of what you would take to have a six pack for most of us could mean that you are spending time and that's what you care about. Like you're going to the gym to uh, look a certain way. You, you, you care about what other people are thinking about you and uh, you're trying to make your body uh, look a certain way so that either you feel good about it or you think that others think you look good in it. And uh, the reason that's a sin is because God just said, Hey, I don't want there to be any other gods before you before, and any other gods before me, meaning what you spend your time with is most often what you worship. And there's ways in which you could spend time uh, in the gym because you're trying to make your body look a certain way and less about God. I'm, I am trying to use my body to, for your glory. And so it can be utilized for you. And really it's turned flipped and you've made yourself the God uh, in, in that scenario. Yeah. And regardless so, of, of six pack or my, my kids, <clears throat> 10 pack, uh, <laughs> Again, not the case. Good grief. People are listening. Like, what is wrong with these people? Yeah. Regardless of, of physically what you look like on the outside, if you are someone who's worshiping your body or it becomes an idol, that's your point, right? It's not, yes. you're saying, hey, it could be a sin if your uh, idolatry looks this way. Regardless of what you externally look like, if you are worshiping something other than putting God first, then you are, that, that would be called an idol. So then it would drift off into sin. So it's less about how much you weigh, what it looks like, just being thoughtful and intentional as it relates to what does faithfulness look like? How can I care for the body? the one and only body that God has given me. And also at the same time, being thoughtful that first Timothy chapter four tells us that 
physical training is of some value, but godly training or training in godliness is a value both in this life and the life to come. And so knowing that at the end of the day, if I'm spending more time on my external appearance and on the internal part of me, which is my heart, my soul, caring for that, then I'm probably drifting towards a place that's not being faithful and caring for myself in the way that God wants me to. Yeah. Does that make sense? So in other words, so, hey, you need to be spending more time uh, uh, <clears throat> training your mind, renewing your mind, caring for your heart, caring for yourself, spending time in God's word mm -hmm. than you do doing bicep curls. I think some people could hear that and, and be like, oh no, God's not more important than my body and it's not an idol to me. But how would you know if it's becoming an idol to you? Like, for example, you are thinking about it a lot or you're watching obsessively over like what you eat or like what are some of those things that people could ask themselves? How do I know if this is an idol in my life? Yeah, I think it's a good heart check. You got to ask, you have to ask yourself some of those questions of just going, man, what, what is it that I spend my time thinking about it? Why am I headed to the gym today? Like what, what are the, my reasons and the point behind this? Um, because it, it can it can drift into being an idol really easily without you uh, even believing or understanding. I'm trying to discipline my body. And then if you were to honestly ask yourself, if you have other people in your life that are asking you hard questions, just, hey, tell me more about that and tell me why that's a, such a high priority. And it, and if a, a great question to ask yourself is, am I more willing or am I more disciplined in making it to the gym every day than I am in spending time being alone with God uh, would mm -hmm. be a, a pretty quick, uh, that's a question that I ask myself. Like often there have been mornings in which I wake up, didn't wake up on time and I want to come home and I want to work out. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to paint that as, a, as, if it's, as if it's bad or you couldn't still do that. But I'll just ask myself what, what matters most, uh, in life right now? And do I just want to do this, um, because I want to look a certain way or am I more, do I care more about my relationship with God than I do the way in which my body either works or looks? I think, yeah, I think this is even harder over summer because <clears throat> at least on Instagram, everything's about getting your summer bod and looking good and lake lake parties or um, I don't know, on vacations or whatever that looks like. And social media kind of tells you two things. It either tells you, hey, you need to look really good. You yeah. need to work out. You need to uh, make sure you're fitting in and comparing yourself to everyone else. But then, it, or it says, hey, just embrace who you are. Like it doesn't really matter if you're technically overweight or that um, you just need to love yourself and love your curves and love the way God made you. And I think there there could that is true and there also could be maybe a little danger of that if you just eat junk food and candy all day long and not care for your body and there could be sin on that side too so you just kind of talked about like what that could look like for um really caring a lot about what you look like but how would that look like as a sin if you didn't really care yeah i think it's if you're if you're just never being thoughtful about it if mm -hmm. you're not being intentional again the one size fits all for everybody's what does faithfulness look like for me uh as it relates to stewarding my body genetics play a role like we're all different we're all made different um uh we're all different sizes and heights and have bone structures and so as it relates to what for me or for people listening what does it look like to be faithful in this and not let the pendulum swing to either side that hey i'm just going to embrace who i am it doesn't matter and um and i'm not going to at all put any thought into stewarding my body again driving it back to that stewardship so that we don't get a billion emails over um, Yum. over what this looks like and it becoming legalism. Because again, our goal is just to encourage people as it relates to following Jesus, being thoughtful about caring for the one body that you have. So it doesn't matter six pack or not, nope. it matters being thoughtful and what you're doing. So if you're not ever thoughtful, if you're never thinking about it, if you, it doesn't cross your mind and other people are even, uh, or, and you're unable to really, uh, if you've got health inabilities, you can't go walk with people, you can't spend time with people because you're not um, caring for yourself or, 
you're unable to sit through an entire worship service because you got to go take a smoke break and you're, um, you have an addiction that's, that's created that. That would be something where you're not stewarding it uh, exactly well, but anything you'd add? Yeah, well, I, uh, here's a concept or an illustration that someone uh, used on me that was helpful, which was that I've had, so, I had friends of mine that have left, gone on vacation, they asked me to watch over their house or house sit for them. And uh, if I house sat for them, the friends that let me like stay there, like so so fun, like nice house. And all I did was, was trash what they have given me to like uh, take care of while they are away. And if I just, man, left the, let the trash like kind of run over and um, didn't get left soda cans out, whatever, had friends, had parties over, never cleaned up and the Doritos were sitting out and I said, hey guys, welcome home. Thanks. I would not have been uh, entrusted. They wouldn't, they would not want to entrust me to watching their house again in the same way God has entrusted us the body that you have which really crazy is with exactly what it says in first Corinthians 6 is that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit it was given to you by God um, and it means that your body's not your own and so God's giving it to you for this time while you live on earth to steward for his glory and so we aren't we aren't saying you need to look a certain way you need to do certain things but we are saying it is important that you steward it that way that you manage your body according to God's vision and values and so um, I think, Elena, it, to David's point, you could either be thinking about it too much or not thinking about it enough. And, and sometimes, David, you brought up 1 Timothy 4. <clears throat> Just saying, rather train yourself for godliness, you know, because godliness is of greater value. I've I've had friends go like, yeah, see, so godliness is of greater value. So the fact that I'm memorizing these verses, this is this is better. And uh, there's times I go, man, um, there's ways in which the uh, the way you worship God can be in the way you use and utilize your body. I don't want to limit uh, to it just going. Oh, it's this physical thing that I kind of do sometimes. It's like like not as important or it doesn't matter at all. And um, I, I would just lean in and just begin to say, man, if it doesn't matter then God wouldn't have made it clear that it's not your own. And then you also would be, would be uh, not taking care of the thing that he's given you to uh, use while you're here on earth. So, okay. So is it wrong? Here's a question for everyone. Is it wrong to work out for the purpose of trying to look better? Boom. It's a great question. <laughs> I, I would say if that is, if that is your reason, if the, if you're like, man, this only reason behind this is because I want to look a certain way, then I, I would, I would say, man, there is something wrong there because what you're saying is that, uh, God, there's my value grows if I look a certain way, which I don't believe is true. God says you're, you're, you are, uh, despite even in the midst, here's, what's really crazy friends is God cares about you. No matter how you, uh, use your body, he just desires life to its full for you and says, man, it's a body I gave you use it really well. And so if you're saying, um, I just want to look a certain way, that's why I'm going to work out. I believe that's, I would say, man, there's an idol there. So yes, that would be wrong if that's the only reason, primary reason. Now, what's really cool is as you steward your body for God's glory, your body does start to change and it does start to look better. And that's kind of cool and fun. But it's, I would say that's a, that is a side benefit and not the end goal. Yeah. I think we are so, even Christians, I think this probably is infiltrated into us, into our thinking more than we even realize. Like nobody listening and nobody, myself included, would probably work out if I knew it was going to make me look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> if I was like, hey, I got to do this. It's faithful stewardship, but I'm going to I'm gonna end up looking. Anything I say right now is just going to be insulting, so yeah. I'm just not going <laughs> to say that. But I'm going to end up looking worse, significantly worse, but I think it's faithful stewardship. I think most people would not, including at this table. And I'm talking to you, Josh. Yes. Guys, this is what's so fun about God. 
is that as he doesn't, he's not trying to rip us off when he asks us to live a certain way. When he says, be faithful with the bodies I, that I've given you, mm-hmm. he cares about all things. It does have good benefits. You do last longer. Hopefully I would love to be a grandpa someday that can play with my grandkids because I've taken care of my body and ate and uh, worked out in such a way that I can be an active grandpa. That would be amazing. And, um, and so in this, in the same way, friends, this is just a, a principle that God, often we look at this and when God gives us, um, instructions in ways, you know, you'd say, yeah, he wants us, me to steward my body. It's not my own. Uh, it's, it does uh, matter for your spiritual health and the rest of eternity, but also while you're here on earth, yes, your body would begin to look and change and, and you'd be able to use it better, which is, um, just a sweet part of what God is doing. It's both for his glory and for your good. And God makes it clear though, like the verse you were saying earlier, um, he, you know, godliness is way more important to him than than anything else than physical training and stewarding your body. And even in first Samuel 16, seven, it says the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so at the end of the day, like if that's how the Lord's looking at it, we should more conform to how God looks at people than how we're culture is telling us to look at people and look at their outward appearance and judge them. And, and what's really hard, David, I think you're right. It's it's kind of just in our human nature yeah. to look at people and kind of make assumptions. And we just need to fight against that and fight to see people the way God sees people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, before we get off, I think, can I just like throw out some principles, just like really easy principles. I think uh, build something for everybody listening of ways in which you can just begin to be faithful. Yeah, also Josh, I, I think it's good to know about the spiritual discipline with yes. the physical discipline. Yeah. I think that I've heard you mention that before and that's super helpful. Yeah, thank you, Elena. Something that has been really sweet inside uh, of this forming my uh, journey of just God sanctifying my heart is as, as my uh, discipline in stewarding my my body for his glory so that my discipline of uh, getting inside a gym and working out grew also the other disciplines in my life spending time with him the way in which my heart was um, engaged with him began to grow I, I saw the discipline uh, that breeds discipline going and so it's actually easier for me to wake up in the morning and just like do some push-ups than it is for me to like open my Bible and not fall asleep but I found as I have disciplined my body, um, that the other spiritual disciplines in my life have grown and become easier. And that's just a, it's a, it's a sweet thing because that, that saying of, um, discipline begets discipline is a really real thing. And that has been a, a sweet benefit as I've got to be a part of that. Totally. You want to go through some principles? Yes, just real quick. This high level friends. If I'm going to do push-ups while you do yeah. this, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get my work yeah, out. Yeah. High level friends. Um, One. <laughs> I want I want you to know that this is, uh, some of this may be mind blowing, but walking is one of the best uh, workouts you can do. It, and it's because it's going to be a long lasting. It's not as hard on your body. It, um, it, it There's a lot of benefits that come with just walking. And so if you want to, if you want to just start somewhere, you can start walking, push-ups and things are great. There's really a lot to do with stewarding your body that has just as much, if not more to do with what and how you eat. And so some principles there are simply um, just eat real food. So anything that comes in a package, you know, is probably not real food. So eat real food, uh, not too much here, especially in the country of the United States of America, we often eat more than we need. And so eat real food, not too much. And then mostly greens, mostly plants, things that um, grew spinach, all of that is really good. And so those are some principles to, to on the eating side to live by. And then on the work, I, I would, I would say if you find something that you enjoy doing on the workout side of things, some, like some people um, really, really hate running, but they love biking. And that's, that's great. Do something that you enjoy. I, I personally have uh, jumped into the sport of CrossFit. I think that's fun. It makes it easier for me to do because I think it's fun to do. Um, and so find something that is more up your alley, something that you enjoy doing, and that will help you again, build that discipline. 
man. It's good. Man, that's anything all I got. Anything, anything else related to that? I mean, make sure you don't sleep. Idle, we talked about earlier. Yes. Do that with community. Make sure people are speaking into it. If your entire day is thrown off based on the number you get on a scale, it's probably an indication that you're finding your worth mm-hmm. and your weight. If um, you're doing it for the purpose of what others think about you, that that is a a, a, a reflection of really something drifting towards yeah. an idol in there. And uh, at the same time, your body was made to be active, to move. And so anxiety goes down, endorphins are released, all types of things um, for your benefit take place when you're being fit. And so yep. here's, here's where I want to end. Last thing, Psalm 139, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Friends, God, God made you. You're made with the purpose and on purpose. Uh, he didn't mess up on you. All of us were given different bodies. And so ask yourself the question, God, what, what does it look like for me to be faithful with the body you've given me today? I love it. That's all I got. All right, we will see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the Porch ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.